0: On today's episode,
1: ah, that's <laughs> that the eternal student or taxi driver question. Mm-hmm. People back home, I'm sure it's the same for you, mm-hmm. don't understand. They don't. They don't know the life we're living here. I've mm-hmm. been here almost 24 years, and I've never been back home.
0: <laughs> I'm David Bevis, and you're listening to Mexico Over the Wall, a podcast about Mexico from the other side. On this episode, I'll be talking to Karen Allen. Karen moved to Mexico from the UK nearly 24 years ago and lives here in Mexico City. What made you come to Mexico in the first place?
1: Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the eternal student or taxi driver question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the answer is, it's quite a common one. It was because, well, it was romance because uh-huh. of a guy in Hawaii. Right. I did a round-the-world trip. Okay. Never, 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 never uh-huh. intending to include Mexico. Right. It didn't even occur to me. Uh-huh. And But in Hawaii, I met an Egyptian-Italian right. who persuaded me, forget the sh- of the States... Let's say down Mexico, and that's what we did. And I believe it or not, I fell in love with Mexico Uh in Tijuana. Right. And uh, so I went home, spent a year, selling my house, my car, my belongings, and the stuff belonging to my brother too. He now lives in New Zealand. He was in Singapore, and uh, resigned from my job, and Uh and here I am. Wow. Yeah, but that was. August the 17th, 1996, I arrived here. So 24 years this August.
0: What did you do when you first came here?
1: My first year I came to work at an international school, Greengate. Oh, right. And teach mathematics there.
0: Uh What was that like?
1: Well, from my perspective, it was... Not exactly a disaster, uh-huh. but it didn't work for me. Yeah. I could give you a whole list of reasons, mm-hmm. and I didn't work for them, yeah. because i was I was experienced. I want to work as part of a team. I was full of energy, my my training was bang up to date, mm-hmm. and essentially I, I at Greengus just in that department in the maths department, there were um, a team of dinosaurs right. they had been there setting the ways. They were teaching mathematics the way I was taught years ago. No, no, that's not the world today. You know, for them it was X equals minus B plus a minus square root. of. Right, do 200 exercises. No, maths is fun. I'm Uh passionate about it. And they did their best to kill my passion. And I won't (laughs) let my passion be killed. So after, well, I'd say one year, but it was one academic year, we uh, we parted a makeup boy yeah. and and a friend of a friend just happened to be working for an English institute mm-hmm. and I went as an English teacher just actually for 8 days oh. not knowing that the 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 boss's job was up for grabs oh. and And despite all different sorts of rumours about relationships between me and the boss, I sailed over all the other applicants. But 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 I mean that was based on my experience in England. Yeah, yeah. And I served with that company for twenty-one years. Yeah, through thick and thin, Mm -hmm. and it was a wonderful job working with people from all over the world and travelling out to different companies Mm -hmm. doing. All different sorts of things at companies yeah well, it was it's exciting when it came to an end so. it's time to do different
0: How does living in Mexico compare with uh, living in England?
1: People back home i'm sure it's the same for you mm-hmm. don't understand they don't they don't know the life we're living here mm-hmm. they, yeah. they think of the, the you know stereotypical Cactuses and donkey sombreros, swinging tequila, whatever, whatever. Uh We live in a wonderful place. My brother lives in New Zealand, Mm -hmm. supposedly first world country. And I live in Mexico, supposedly a third world country. Uh There are so many things we can do here Mm -hmm. that he can't do there. Really?
0: What kind kind of things? for,
1: For example, a few years ago I lost... I lost my cell phone. It's Mm -hmm. one of the... (laughs) It happens, doesn't it? Which meant I lost my chip, I lost my contacts, Mm -hmm. whatever. I just simply went to Telcel. I bought my chip for 15 whatever pesos Uh with all my contacts. I mean, that's a bit scary that somebody (laughs) can access all my information. But they can't do that. They couldn't do it then. They still can't do it today in New Zealand. Yeah. And for example, another example... Yesterday I ordered something, and I, I do from time to time order from Amazon, mm-hmm. and, and I order. Let's say I order something this afternoon, then it arrives yeah. next day or the day after, yeah. Yeah. and it arrives. Yeah. Now in New Zealand there is no Amazon service, right? No, there's no DHLs and FedExes. I think the best they could do. My brother lives on the South Island. Mm-hmm near Christchurch, the best they can do is maybe get it to Auckland, uh-huh. which is the other yeah. end of the country. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's got to go pick it up or find some way to get it.
0: Oh, I have no idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, we live in a wonderful place. Uh-huh. You know, I mean alright we've got the we've got the corruption, but we have got that everywhere. Uh-huh. We've got the contamination, uh-huh. we've got the the, the lurking dangers but I mean it's the same I'm from the north of England near Manchester and I'm just constantly reading about stabbings and, uh-huh. and bombs going off and blah yeah. blah blah in, in our so- so-called first world country uh-huh. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can, yeah you can never imagine I'm going back never really no, no. I can't
1: <laughs> no 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 I've been here I've been here almost 24 years and I've never been back home Right, yeah, that's surprising. Well, not even for cool. a trip. Never, no, <laughs> no, no, because my. I mean, we're not like the families here. We're not from huge families. Well, there's just me and my brother. Right, he lives in New Zealand, and of course, I have got friends, and I've got. Cous, I've got three cousins in England, mm-hmm. but I mean, in the days of, WhatsApps and. Internet and blah blah blah. Yeah. Communication's done easy. When I first came, if I made a, a short phone call, so we're back in 1996, mm-hmm. 97, if I made a short phone call to England, mm-hmm. it cost something like 600 pesos. Yeah. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But nowadays, I'm constantly in communication.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, the world's a small place nowadays.
0: What did you find the uh, most difficult when you when you came over to Mexico at the beginning?
1: The language, uh-huh. because like learning, I went to a very nice school in England, uh-huh. but in the mentality then, I don't know about now, was mm. that Spanish was spoken in Spain,
0: right?
1: And and we learnt. French because France was closer so I think it's still the same it's the same yeah Yeah. five years of learning French Uh or Latin I did Latin as well that that, well I guess it helps in some ways but Mm -hmm. I think I'd rather have learned Spanish (laughs) you know realizing now Uh that there's a whole world out there
0: yeah yeah there's a lot more places where they speak Spanish Uh than French or German so
1: when I, I mean when I came here and I speak the same for the, there were seven of us came together. Right. We called ourselves the Magnificent Seven. Mm. And it's, in, it's interesting that of the seven, I'm a survivor. Right. Well, I didn't survive Green Gates, but okay. I'm a survivor. Okay. I always try to turn turn a negative into a positive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Green Gets brought me here to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. I'm eternally grateful for that, mm-hmm. but also the so seven of us came over, and I'm a survivor, and my 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 best friend, my sister nowadays, Maggie. She's she's still here, right? Wow. Uh, she lived in Mexico City for a long time, mm-hmm. but now she lives in Oaxaca. Oh, okay. She's been in Oaxaca for five years or so. Yeah,
0: what does she think of Oaxaca?
1: She would it. Yeah she adores it. when I, when i was she does all different sorts of things there uh-huh. she could got a, a finger in many pies and when I was deciding where to to live in mexico, then obviously oaxaca was a a strong possibility because yeah. because there I had like my best friend and her circle of friends. Uh-huh. And I went many times. I, I've been many times before in the past, but I went many times within the past few years. But it's not for me. Yeah. I need more. Mm-hmm. I need more. She's much more outdoorsy than I okay. am. Yeah. And, no, I need, I need, I need my city. Uh-huh. I, need, yeah. I, I need a city life. Okay.
0: What advice would you give to anyone thinking of coming to live in Mexico.
1: Back to back to my job, I was um, operations manager for this institute, and and frequently I'd get maybe frequently not isn't quite the word but but I'd get emails from I mean we were advertising all over the place, mm-hmm. and I get I get emails from Americans usually yeah. saying oh I see that you've got vacancies that you're looking for English teachers. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to go anywhere, Guadalajara, Monterrey, Mexico City, wherever you've got openings. Uh And my answer to that would be, look, slow down, stop. (laughs) You must really do your homework because, Uh and this is based on my experience, I wouldn't Uh live in Monterrey, for example. Uh Guadalajara, not really. Uh Not really. My best friend, a different best friend, she lived in Guadalajara for a year. Uh No, she didn't. No, there was nothing to do. The whole place closed down at nine o'clock or whatever yeah. time it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, else here. Anyway, so to, to like potential applicants, my advice is and it would still be check it out, do your homework, do your research yeah. because uh, the place is only I mean, then we could extend it to you, San Miguel, and, and wherever people want to go. Do your homework mm-hmm. because every place is very, very different. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I just I just got lucky coming to Mexico City. But I also got lucky because because of my job mm-hmm. and um hot vacations and things travelling around. Yeah. But in conclusion, I belong here. Yeah, amid the, like I said, the, uh-huh. the pollution, the corruption, yeah. the, the danger. Uh-huh. But it's a wild, vibrant, ex- yeah. exciting place. Uh-huh. And as long as you, you keep your head screwed on, yeah. and just be aware of what's happening around uh-huh. you, yeah. then Don't touch wood.
0: So you you say you're a Chilanga.
1: Sorry, Chilanga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> no, very much so. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 it's interesting nowadays, and I think it is something to do with a, you sort of acquire a confidence because uh-huh. as as I'm walking around, you see the the, the visitors, the tourists uh-huh. with their maps and uh-huh. the, you know, and and but. Many many times people stop me and ask me for I'm not talking about for it, about visitors I'm yeah. talking about locals and asking yeah. me yeah. where's this and where's that uh-huh. so I must like I must despite not looking mm-hmm. Mexican I must have some sort of confidence yeah. that they know mm-hmm. that I belong uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. I got my nationality um about ten years ago.
0: Okay, how did that go? Was it fairly easy or?
1: really don't know how it happened. But I suspect my boss overheard me talking to somebody. Wow. And the next thing I knew, he'd arranged for the attorney to take me down to Secretaria de Relaciones Exteriores wow. and go through the, the nationalisation wow. process. And so what happened what was interesting. What was it? But I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> it was, what? What? Right. So I, I met the the, the attorney, uh-huh. and we went we went to the desk. He had all my papers over mm-hmm. the all the must have been 10, 10 11 years, don't know. Uh-huh. And um, the I remember it was a, a guy, a young boy at the desk, and he mm-hmm. said, he said, "Well, before we accept your papers, you have to do a test. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to do the test?" "Why, like, <laughs> no way, Jose! I have not a bloody clue." Yeah. yeah. What was I expected? Do I have to sing the national anthem? Yeah. Do I have to? Yeah. Is it an oral test? Is it a written test? I have no idea what to do. Yeah. Anyway, he he gave me um, sheets of, sheets of paper, mm-hmm. questions in Espanol, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: about Mexican history, about presidents, about revolutions, about um, like Mexican products and things like this, yeah. and. Yeah. And, but it, the thing was, there were 101 questions okay. in Espanol. Yeah. And um, and I had, that was on a th- Thursday, uh-huh. could have been Wednesday or Thursday, there's a point to that. The, <laughs> I, he made an appointment for me to go back to be tested on the Monday, right. which is okay, but I was going to Monterey <laughs> to introduce a new teacher or supervise classes or do whatever I did, so I wasn't, I was busy. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, um, I went back to my office and my, my boss, he looked at the questions, he's like, Karen, I couldn't do this. <laughs> but I didn't know, were they going to ask me 101 questions? Were they going to ask me a sample? Was it it a a spoken test? Was it? I had no idea. Uh But anyway, there was a girl in the office. Unfortunately, my boss kind of turned a blind blind eye. Uh And he let her help me. Thank God for Google. Google (laughs) is my God. Right? And she helped me quite a lot, like finding answers. And... um, and I, no, I had to do my bit. I did I very much do And I lost a weekend. When I got yeah. back from Monterey, I lost that weekend completely. Uh, yes. And But I went to a very traditional school where, you ha- let's say, for example, geography classes, uh-huh. you learnt the mountain ranges of the world, you learnt the rivers of the world, you learnt the capital cities, and then you tested yourself and tested yourself and tested yourself. And it was just like going back to my, uh-huh. my secondary school days, and so once I got all the answers mm-hmm. in, in Espanol that wasn't as easy I mean that was not as bloody difficult and um, I, it was just a matter of testing myself testing myself, testing myself getting up in the middle of the night testing myself, testing myself okay. and on the, the Monday morning I got I I got down to it was opposite Bayes mm-hmm. I got there and there was a Starbucks next, coming to the next door, so I went in there for my final test. And um, I knew that because of my education in the past, rote learning, yeah. I knew that I could probably, if I kept calm, answer correctly maybe 96% of the questions. Yeah. But there were just a few where I'd need a little prompting. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, so so then I'm, I I got there and I um, met met up with the attorney. We went to the desk, and it was a a young lady, and she said, "I remember, I didn't know what was coming. I uh-huh. did not know what was ahead lying ahead." And um, the 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 lady said, "Okay, no cellulars, no communication." So well, well yeah, and so we just stood. I stood at the desk. And she opened a folder, and my tummy was all <laughs> churning up. Churning. It. was like I was a schoolgirl again. And and I, she opened this folder, and there was just one sheet of paper, and I had to write my name, date. I don't remember. And my hand was shaking. <laughs> but as I glanced down, there were just five questions. And I looked at the five and I
0: thought,
1: yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And yeah, and I, well, apparently, in order to that they accept your papers, mm-hmm. you have to score at least four out of five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got five out of five. I rocked. <laughs> and then anyway, so they accepted my papers and the rest mm-hmm. is history. I went back to my my office, my mm-hmm. boss who knows me very well indeed, and he said, Karen, I've got to be honest, I didn't think you'd do it. I I did.
0: So I was talking there to Karen Allen, who lives in Mexico City. Over the course of this series, I'm going to be interviewing people from all over the place about their experiences of living in Mexico. If you live in Mexico and would like to take part... Please get in touch by writing to feedback at mexicooverthewall.com. Please support the podcast by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, which you can do via mexicooverthewall.com slash Apple, or leave us a review via your favourite podcast provider. You can also support us with hard cash by sponsoring us on Patreon. One of the benefits of sponsorship is that you can get extended versions of these interviews. Go to patreon.com slash mexicooverthewall for more details that's it for this episode. Hope you liked it. See you next time.